2: Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Coming off the best week for stocks since March as we now head into a Fed blackout. And today, an event at which Apple is said by some to unveil its most important new product in 13 years. A roadmap begins with market momentum, though. S&P, best week since March, highest level since August. But some strategists now warning of risks to the rally ahead. Plus, Apple is expected to get into the headset
0: game, preparing for what may be a its biggest product launch in over a decade. And oil prices are up this morning. Saudi Arabia pledges some big cuts in production
2: in July. Let's begin with the markets, though, after Friday's rally. Uh, Jim, we were looking for maybe some of those who were fundamentally bearish to turn tail. Not happening at Morgan Stanley.
3: No, not at all. But I, I looked at Friday and I said, this broadening out of the rally, which everyone thinks is good, I'm not quite sure. And the reason I say that is because you really need sideline money to come in. And sideline money is sticking to it, its decision not to come in. So why, David, why would we suddenly have, based on a, a somewhat stronger number, a belief that there'll be, I mean, I think there will be a skip, that it's time? Why is it time to start buying cyclicals? I, I can't necessarily give you a reason. And because I
1: mean, reason we
0: don't seem close to a recession. So that, I assume, is kind of good. I, I agree. Um, that said, your point about stickiness, it, you know, things are stickier when you get 5% as opposed to zero. It, it just makes it a, uh, a a tougher decision. It's like, well, I'm getting 5% over here, the risk-free rate. I got the debt ceiling issue out of my way now. I'm, you know, and no signs that rates are
3: going to come down anytime soon. I, I cannot disagree. I, I'm allowed to obviously have a 401k. And I am every month I put money in because that's the way I've done it since uh, 1982. I just, you know, whatever it is, if it's five hundred dollars, it's fifty dollars. Uh, and I'm not doing it this month because I keep thinking, what am I doing? Five percent. I mean, I've been I've been dreaming of getting five percent from my cash for agents. So I just can't say, oh, after this big run, including Friday, now's my chance to get in. No. So I'm not going there.
2: Interesting, because now that we do have the debt ceiling under our belt, uh, we're looking for a trillion maybe in, in fresh issuance before the end of the quarter. Uh, B of A says today that's probably worth another hike, quarter Boy, I'll hike. tell
3: you, it's interesting. I, I was bombarded with people who said to me, are you aware of how much money has to be sopped up? And I come back, and I was thinking what, uh, what Brian Moynihan said this weekend, and there's a pullback. Uh, there's a pullback among people— uh, you know, look, we've had some consumer spending that's been elevated. I've got this from them today. They have sixty-eight million. We well, now we know they were on TV, but Brian was on. Sixty-eight million cu- consumer customers with an average of forty percent more in savings than they had pre-COVID, but the amounts come down. And I think that what's happened is is that we're still going places and doing things, but I think we're at a different kind of moment. I think yeah. we're at a moment where whatever money it, it, that you might have in your in your savings account really also loves the 5%. Yeah,
0: it does. I mean, as for this concern about this massive issuance from Treasury, we've been talking about it now for a couple of weeks. Yes. I can remember we were discussing it um, when we were out in Santa Barbara, which is uh, already a couple of weeks back now. Uh, you know, the market usually adjusts for these things and when we it tends to be when we talk about something for weeks, it tends not to actually end up being the concern we thought it was. I don't know, that's just of what I found through the years.
3: I, I think that's right. And, I mean, I, I obviously, like many people, you know, I, I look through and, and I say, what's really happening? And that Dollar General was terrible. Okay. I'm really kind of surprised. Norton was a little bit better, but that was rat. Uh Macy's was OK. Uh, business decelerated during the quarter. But he didn't give a great commentary. No, he at he at, at all. Not at all. Right. And then, so what do we get today? We get Walmart's good. Right. What is it, that in a research note? Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, Target, people are really bashing on Target, saying that the student loan change well, today. It's key. Bad. The key. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. So, you know, if if w- Wells says Walmart is the Goliath and is getting stronger, Credit Suisse agrees. Uh, positive note today also about Costco. So where are the what are those two doing? Rolling back the price of food. And that seems to be indicative of where people are going. If you read the Dollar General, Dollar General, by the way, the conference call, it was literally incoherent. I think that when they finished it, they said, wow, what did we say? Because whatever we said was really bad. Well, we've talked about
0: these cross, these different signals that we're getting from retail.
3: So is there a conclusion at this point? I think the conclusion is, is that we're going back to normal spend in 2019, with the exception of travel and travel remains very strong, because I think that that was a legacy of what happened in the pandemic. But, you know, you keep finding more and more people just say, OK, listen, this extra Friday uh, makes it so we go Lulu, uh, which was the strongest of any of the
0: power extra pubs. Friday being people not working as often on
3: Friday. So yes. they have more time to spend money. They have, well, they, they have oh. a different look on Fridays. Oh, different look on Friday. Yeah. Got it. So, I mean, I know all this stuff seems fatuous, but there were a lot. Of, like, if you go over what Jeff Kinnett said on the, the Macy's call, I mean, every month was weaker. Then you go over the Nordstrom, every month was stronger. And it, you kind of just say, you know what? There's a pox on everything except for Dollar Gem, which was bad, and people don't know what to do. And Walmart, which without saying anything really had a very good quarter. And Costco was saying something, made it so you realize that they rolled back prices. And that's what people want. They want rollback. Yeah. A big piece in the,
2: the journal today about deflation in eggs. Yes. Uh, uh, we're watching for grocery disinflation. It's happening huge. Uh, we, I don't know if you saw the Eurozone producer oh. inflation numbers went from 5.5 five to 1
3: no, we in have, a month. Yeah, we have dramatic uh, decline in inflation in food in this country if you go to the right place. Now, I think that, you know, David, I always do these things too, and I don't mean to, but That's when, okay. when you go to Dollar Gen. Yeah, of course. You know, they have these smaller form factor things. I'm aware, right? And, Only because you've told me. Right. And, it, yeah. you know, it's not as much of a bargain as you think is what I'm saying. But Walmart, if you go to Walmart, which I try to encourage my wife to go to this weekend, she would not. Mm. You have radical low prices. And, and the, well, you, actually, you have everyday low Everyday low prices. Yeah. He's so right. Smiley fits. But, you know, you have their their store brand, and it, they've rolled that thing back very big. Now, their store brand happens to be quite good. I, I'm not a snob on store brands.
2: Isn't that great at a time where we're adding a few hundred thousand
3: jobs a month? I think that Walmart's having—I think Walmart goes right to 170. I think it's very strong. I think Costco breaks out here after really kind of a muddled situation where— Rich Glanty was calling everybody, he said, you gotta roll back prices. We're rolling back prices, you roll back prices. And there's like a very funny moment where some analyst is saying, how can you get away with that? And he says something like, well, you know, we do have $240 billion that we buy, (laughs) you know, that we have sales in. And you say to yourself, well, the rich are getting, the stronger are getting stronger, Costco and Walmart. Target seems to have got this problem with student loans and they like the brands of student loans. Gap has the same problem. All the stuff, to me, says, look, just go with what's least expensive. Just just go with what's least expensive. Student
0: loan payments aimed at the bullseye. That's the key bank downgrade. I thought that was a very important piece. No one knows what's going to happen. And sizable headwind for discretionary spending, and it's specific to Target's customer base
3: more than any other. Well, I didn't write the piece. I just read the piece. <laughs> No, it's also significant stif- the big lots. I don't know. I mean, I read the oh, I'm just asking you because you're talking yeah, about I, I Target. saying they have a with, I thought the problem had gravity. the gravity. With student loan payments, and I'm saying, well, okay, so they're the only one. I no, mean- no, everybody. Target, yes, there's a line. If you would go and read it, it says that who has the most tr- trouble, where is it most levered? Target, it's most levered to the student loan customer. Right. You no, know, I do this bulletin every morning because everybody who's everybody, and what's interesting, David, is is that the talk is. The target is the one where people who have student loan issues, well, they are maybe a shopping list. Right. That's
2: interesting. You might, expect, you might expect it to be a Walmart when you combine things like SNAP work requirements, uh, lower tax refunds, uh, uh, student loan obligations. I, I,
3: the Dollar General call was about SNAP and was about their customer not having as much money. Now, I, what I think is surprising is, is that oh, we, when we read about all the stories about the Fed, we keep hearing consumer booming, consumer booming. The consumer is not booming. Consumers decelerate mm-hmm. across the board. So I don't know where they get that. I don't know where people get the fact that, David, that um, the Fed is going against, uh, you, you know, it, it, there's great strength, the Fed has some things down. I mean, if I were the Fed, I just I would just go to a deadhead concert. Yes. Right?
0: Well, I would go to Grateful Dead. That's what I would do. Why not? Why wouldn't you? It's really dead in company still now,
2: isn't it, Carl? I think it yeah. is dead in company, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, Do we have I, a photo? I was uh, at a recent... Is John Mayer still playing? Y- yes, yeah, he, he is. Mayer's part of it, yep. yeah. Oh, my God, you're kidding me.
0: Yeah, there he is.
3: Can we get a close-up of that?
0: <laughs> I don't think we have the close-up. So I went to Rich carlton in... Um, that is Jerome Powell, by the way, just I, to be clear. It is? That is the Fed chair. I
3: yeah. went to Rich carlton in Redondo Beach the weekend that the de- half the dead played, the other half being dead. And I've never felt so young in my life. Really?
0: Yeah, it's a certain demographic.
3: Yeah, I mean, 88. It's Ventas. Ventas. It's downgraded to senior <laughs> living in buses. Dead and company coming to a senior living near you. Or? <laughs> it's a very attractive. <laughs>
2: uh, Apple's going to be a story today, uh, kicking off its annual Worldwide Developers Conference. The company expected to unveil that new mixed reality headset. As you know, price tag about three grand, three times the price of Meta's most expensive Quest Pro headset. And they're set to deliver new versions of the operating systems for the iPhone, iPad, Mac, Watch, TV. Uh, Jim, today it is the FT that says it's the best or most important new product for the company in 13 years.
3: Well, look, I, I find that unless you get some company that is willing to get behind it and buy it for you, outlaw T Mobile with Mike Siebert, I think that's a very big price to pay. You're not kidding, it's a big price. $3,000. Uh,
0: by the way, it may be too big a price to pay for the wireless carriers or anybody else. So, well,
3: Verizon ATT, David, how, is, how are they able to finance? With those balance sheets. How are they able to finance to get, the purchase of handsets? No, their what? purchase of their, the, their, their infrastructure. infrastructure. You know how all these companies have to have massive infrastructure at Verizon Yeah, they? their capital expenditures are very but large. They so, are able
0: to, because they still have important cash flows coming in.
3: But now look. Significant the, cash flows. We did not get the story of a lifetime that Amazon's teaming up with Dish. That, that was fatuous, I think.
0: Well, you're talking about Friday, uh, where, we last, where we shorts last got left you, uh, viewers, was, of course, with T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T all down sharply, uh, Dish shares up sharply on this story originating in Bloomberg that said that uh, Amazon was thinking about including a wireless offering amongst its prime yes. offering. Then during the course of Friday, Verizon and T-Mobile, both unusually so, came out and said, we're not talking to Amazon. AT&T already, we knew, was not talking to Amazon, which only leaves DISH as having been possible of talking to Amazon. By the way, that is a story we've been hearing now for at least two years. doesn't mean it's not a possibility. And then Amazon spokesperson saying we have no plans, at least as of now, to be offering a wireless uh, product. That said, we'll see if DISH comes back down, and we'll see if there's any any pop in Verizon, uh, T-Mobile, or AT&T, all of which were down sharply on Friday.
3: Well, the other thing we haven't mentioned is is that there's this journal story about how the banks have to put up more capital, Uh, the $100 billion banks, but also American Express, maybe Morgan Stanley. Now, I thought it was interesting, so if you look at Morgan Stanley, admittedly it's been hit because James Corman's retiring. The stock's unchanged from where it was during the mini-bank crisis. So I don't think this is actually brand new. American Express is a little lower than I thought, uh, given the fact that travel's so good. I think this is a widely discounted story, and you actually buy these, not sell them.
2: As for Apple, um, the FT piece points out that there was a time where we never would have thought we'd pay more for a phone than a laptop, and yet we do that now because of what they did to that category. Is the, it unthinkable we pay 3K for one of these things?
3: I, I think it is. I think 3K is the kind of price that you look at what happened with Mark Zuckerberg and with meta platforms. People, you know, and that's a platform that's very well aided by uh, AI and it's not really been blowing, blowing things away.
2: By the way, all, we're going to open pretty much at an all-time high on Apple. Uh, B of A goes to 190 today. Evercore goes to 210.
3: Well, I think Apple, the story here remains what Eddie Q told us when we went to our CBC, uh, at the CEO Investment Council. David, this is about a, a level of new customers coming in, maybe as many as a billion people from, from Brazil, from the Philippines, from Indonesia, uh, and from India, at the same time getting infrastructure built out and services just on fire. Uh, I mean, Eddie Q is basically just saying, look, look, this is not only the, the, the sticky revenue stream, but we're going to put more money behind it. That's why I wanted to know whether, even though we saw a piece today about TNT, where TNT may go, I mean, where, I'm sorry, where NBA may go, I mean, look, you know that if Apple wanted the NBA, that's Yeah, i got to
0: read whatever piece you're referring to, because I'm trying to follow that closely. That... that uh that bidding for the NBA rights is going to be interesting. Don't you think? It is important, not just because of what it means for the NBA and... The companies that get it, but it will have an impact on the bundle. It'll be very important for Warner Brothers Discovery. That well, said, back to Apple in a $3,000 okay, headset. Okay, I'll go back to it. If we can go back there for... I just... $3,000 like, is a lot of money. It's an enormous amount of money. It seems to be a very much a niche product, and it's very much unclear that people really like to put these things on their heads for an extended okay, period of time. Okay, so
3: the rap is is that it really won't work until they flatten it out, and you don't need the thing. Which you well, can. Then I, if I can walk into the holodeck, then I'm happy. Well, you know? Then maybe I can get some some metaverse... Did you you watch the next AI? Did you actually sit down and watch the entire, what I haven't mentioned yet, it's 9. Oh, no, Jensen? Yeah, it's now available. And you can see that... The entire what? What are you talking about? The 190-minute Computex speech. In Taiwan. In Taiwan, which is amazing. But what it's really about is getting 3D without having to have a headset. And by the way, here, right now, right now, available.
2: Well, given Apple's track record, would you expect them at this late stage to have figured some of that stuff out?
3: Yes, that's I typically would. That's
2: what they do. Look, I just think it's the price point.
0: I, I what's just, what's what's the chart? What's that going to cost? Nothing. The, what's available right now? The three D. Everybody, I don't understand. Well, they, it, am I Al- going to go from a, the rich guys are going to go from a home theater to a home holodeck thing? No, like you'll the, be able to get hedge fund buddies in their basement next that, to the wine and the gym what, and the, and the movie theater. Alphabet's it's going to be. Them. And here's our holodeck thing. Yeah. And then maybe they can
3: press something and they. they can all, Why don't you watch this the appear. whole thing? It's one of the most exciting things I've ever seen. It is. It's kind of like Succession last last episode. The Jensen speech. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, look, I, it's blowing. It does not make you feel the same way about anything if you watch it, other than maybe. Do like I have to your watch it, can kids. I just
2: listen to it? Podcast?
3: Yeah, can I podcast it when I'm walking around? I, I think it's important to watch him go back and forth and back and forth. With the what? In Who's front he of the talking audience. to? To oh. all the people in Taiwan, where he sometimes speaks Chinese. David, you'll love it. It's, okay, it's, all right. It's so much better than Citadel, which I waste again You'll laugh, you'll cry, Carl. <laughs> Citadel yeah. was really a disappointment. I had, had a rollicking good, yeah, good time. Yeah, it'll be a rollicking good time. With a writer's strike, you need Jensen.
2: Uh, well, we'll talk more that we got a big B of A tech conference this week. Uh, City has some comments on chips as well. We'll talk some oil rallying now after the Saudis did pledge further output cuts of their own. And with that, uh, we'll start this week with futures pretty much close to the flat line. Don't go anywhere.
1: You seek the key. But first, you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system up to a 313-mile range and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt, or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today,
0: Get ready for the first mad dash of the week, of course. Also, the first opening bell about, let's call it, seven and a half minutes from now. You want to talk a little Palo Alto? Well,
3: it was just added to the S&P, which is a very big deal because DISH is coming out. There's a lot of money that is delivered to the S&P, and you have to have a certain number of, of free cash flow quarters. It's a very good sign for yeah, and you. And by the way, DISH is coming out. Out,
0: right. It's a $3.5 billion market cap. we
3: talked about right. it a lot. This is obviously a lot larger than three and a half billion. Now, this, right here, the short spread of rumor that that Nikesh Arora was going to miss the quarter. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that there's been some uh, churn in among the, the winners in this group. Like Sentinel One had a bad quarter. Yes. We know I thought Cloudflare had an okay quarter. People weren't that crazy about it. Octa had a bad quarter. Uh, CrowdStrike had a good quarter, but CrowdStrike's all cloud native. Uh, Nikesh Aurora, who just this morning about. 20 minutes ago, it's awarded a very long-term contract. A lot of people were worried that he'd be leaving because he's been so successful it's time to move on. He wants to make this uh, easily, this is $66 billion, market, $70 billion market. Yeah. Could be the first $100 billion cybersecurity market cap. And what he said was there's absolutely been no let-up whatsoever in spending cybersecurity. If anything, a lot of people have found that, uh, I don't know if you, how le- lately you've been But is hacked.
0: this move, Jim, because of the addition to the S&P? Yes, okay. it is. Okay. Absolutely. I want to make sure. It's not based on any news. It's no. It's just based but, on the fact that those who track the index will not have to buy it. Exactly. Okay.
3: And, you know, does this? Is my chapel's just a big position. Is this reason to own it no, no. It's a
0: reason to show you why but you, you buried up. something else in there. You said very quickly he signed a new long-term, long-term contract?
3: contract, which was just announced six a.m.
0: Because there e- were e- rumors s- around that you know would he go to another very large company. Right. and would, it wasn't. I don't believe they were true, but he's a he's a pretty known and, uh, quantity right. that that is uh, garners interest.
3: Right, and there had been a, big, a belief that maybe World. the next challenge would be something that would be outside the group. Remember he. He did a great job in the Alphabet. But what really matters is, is that this is probably one of the stronger secular growth trends. Got it. And it did not end. I mean, there are companies like Octave faltered really badly in its, in its special kind of security that it does. Uh, and Sentinel was a disaster. So people just said, well, I guess everything's No, nope. it's a very winner-take-all, loser-take-none proposition. All right. Opening bell just a few minutes away, by the way. Don't forget, you
0: can catch us anytime and anywhere by listening to and following the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast.
1: Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major
2: plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Oil's on the rise this morning. Saudi Arabia announcing plans to cut output by another 1 million barrels a day in July. That's on top of the reductions by OPEC plus nations, and it's in the wake of prices falling by double digits from their April highs. Jim, we got to 75.06 today.
3: Uh, that's about a one-month high. Yeah, I want to fade this, and the reason is is because we have a, a very big. Uh, yeah, the the, the UK is making their move in this counteroffensive, and. Well, the one thing that's been left out about all this talk is what's Russia really doing? I think Russia needs very much to fund uh, defense here. And the easiest way to fund it is with oil. Now, David, the Saudis take off a million, but nobody else is really excited about doing it. Right. Uh, we know the Chinese may be slowing down. Yep. But we know India's not slowing down. We know that there's tremendous demand for oil. But what's most important is the U.S., is, which is never mentioned in any stores, will take advantage of this. Because we have new figures about how much the U.S. We're not doing 14 million barrels yeah. Well, we're going to get 14 get to? in a year and a half.
0: A year and a half, yeah. sorry. So and where are we right now? 13? Well, we're about 12, a little more than 12.
3: Oh, but all, right, all you no. ever hear about is the public ones. But, you know, David, there was a huge amount of private equity money went into it. Yep. And they are, they are pumping like mad. So whatever the, the Saudis cut back, we will just make up. And Russia will make up. So I want to fade this rally uh, okay. very badly. And if you own some American ones that are uh, up big today... I think you should um, take it off too.
2: Meanwhile, uh, you got Morgan Stanley joining Goldman and
3: cutting their China targets. China's on the to... MSCI index. There's no doubt about it. I mean, China is now down to uh, a level of stimulus again with real estate. Uh, we're still seeing the uh, the luxury makers even in the month of May having a bad month there. So. I think Let's get the
2: opening bell here in the CNBC Real-Time Exchange at the Big Board. It is Wyndham Hotels and Resorts celebrating its fifth-listing anniversary at the NASDAQ. It's the J.P. Morgan NASDAQ Equity Premium Income ETF. Um, we mentioned Morgan Stanley at the Open, Jim, and Mike Wilson, who not only keeps $3,900 year end his base case, but now cuts earnings
3: to 185. Well, I'll tell you what's discouraged about him. This was the greatest tech rally since 1991. It was an extraordinary rally. It was there for everybody to be had, except for people who would see Mike Wilson. Now, Mike Wilson may say, listen, my numbers were really about, I don't know, DuPont and Archer Dancer. But, and I use those just as as metaphors. But this was an amazing rally, and this man did not get it. And I thought it took a lot of guts for him to come out and just say today, okay, all right, this this is not the time to own, whatever. I mean, the runs that we saw in stocks, and I'm talking about the obvious. I mean, I was blasted. Someone, some wag said to me, you know, Jim, look what you have for your travel trust. I mean, give me a break. You had Apple and you had Amazon and you had had NVIDIA. I mean, do something interesting. What was I supposed to do interesting, David? I was supposed to do Pulte Home? Yeah, that was a good one. Sure, I miss Pulte. NVIDIA
0: when, that one you can just keep going with. Just, and anybody questions you, just say NVIDIA. By oh, the way, man. did you see Adam Parker, a yes. frequent guest? Yes. You could call that the Adam Parker Memorial chair there. It it's right or, here. Yeah, it it's Two $2 trillion
3: market cap in two to five years, you see, for NVIDIA? Well, I mean, if you watch the video, you would just say, listen, there's a trillion dollars in data center and everything based on the CPU, Intel. It's going to move all to the GPU, which is uh, NVIDIA. The G- and all you have to do is think two D versus three D. You have to think of digital twins. You have to think ray trace. Uh, you, you have to think basically that you talk to your computer. I mean, a lot of what what Jensen's doing is saying, look, you don't you don't have to you don't have to be a coder. You just tell you just tell you type in what you want. A lot of us is of course chat GPT, but you're going another level, and he's basically scrapping everything. Everything that you know. Do you have any
0: fundamental rigor though in in what you're doing here in terms of telling people to buy a stock that's trading at 40 years worth of sales? I just wonder at what point do you say valuation matters? I said the next
3: 50 points are going down. I said that on Thursday and Friday. Next 50 points could go down. But what I'm saying is is that if you come up with a brand new method for computing, is it not an iPhone model? I mean, and by the way, if you watch the video, you're kind of really blown away what a CPU does versus what a GPU does.
2: Well, that's, that's Citi's point this morning. Uh, they say, look, the Sox is trading at a 40% premium to the market. It will crowd out CPU
3: spent. All this race it has to, to AI. Well, look, one of the things that you could think of is that what, let's use WPP. Because okay, I have Trade Desk on tonight, which is the big competitor at Alpha. WPP, which a lot of people thought, well, wait a second, largest advertising firm, they'd be the most heard. What they're doing is making it so that rather than just have uh, you getting something that's pushed you, you get what's actually relevant to you. Uh, And it's done in a compression way that makes it so that when you get it, it's 3D. And it's so compelling. He has an ad for a car. And I've got to tell you, it it just looks very different from what you expect when it comes to a flat screen. So, I mean, all that that Jensen's trying to do is say, everything you have is going to be thrown away. And who's embracing this? Alphabet's embracing it. Meta, surprisingly, really embracing it. Oracle, uh, these are companies that, and of course Microsoft, they just love it. And they can't buy these things, David, they're, they're hundreds of millions of dollars, these, these devices. But they're so much faster, and yeah, they even, burn much Even less.
2: Adam, in that note, talks about his own order for, I think, what, five uh, GPUs, something right. like that? Right, wow, is he rich.
0: That's a lot of GPUs, by the way, I know. they.
3: Yeah, we ordered five new GPUs on the cloud for more efficient language processing this week. No, he's building some sort of bunker somewhere. He fears, uh, <laughs> I think he fears artificial intelligence coming after him. They well, will well, I'm his. sure we'll get an opportunity to ask him uh, soon enough. By the way, but, uh, uh, bumpers, Con- Jensen always talks about bumpers and how there's an understanding. There's an understanding that these are powerful, but they're controlled by us. For moments, now, they're controlled by us. We don't need to
0: get into it. At some point, they may not be, and then, of course, it's over. But,
3: but you know, let's say you have robots. Like, robots now, right now, are, are pushed. Well, these robots ride, and they go around a, a factory. And one of the things that, you know, there's trillions of dollars spent on factories. And what Jensen's saying is if you could just design it first as a model, you'd save a fortune, and there'd be a lot less waste. Now, I know I, I keep coming back to him, but this is the most monumental move I've seen in a stock— I think, in a short period of time, ever. Well, well So
2: I, I bring it up. And, and Parker notes that it is the largest ever uh, increase in guidance. Yes. Right? He looks four at billion. historic increases in, uh, in revenue guide, and this is this is number one. Well, Jim well, has mentioned
0: yeah. a number of times as being the main reason. You're, well, I, would, well, I would question valuation or at least say, hey, and you'd say, hey, $4 billion. But Nobody's you, ever seen a guide like but that. But when you increase. ask
3: companies like Applied Materials, how are you doing? Well, NVIDIA put a lot of orders with us. Uh, by the way, a company called Cadence is mentioned first. Uh, they help build uh, the actual process really, really good. Now, the piping is indeed Broadcom, which had this weird move where it went down then up, and Marvell. The issue is there are really only a dozen companies. These dozen are all companies. the companies that are involved in the... In the switch in from the CPU ma- to GPU. Right. Now, remember, the current... Well, and obviously,
0: the most important is still... Taiwan Semi, because none uh, of Taiwan, it happens without Taiwan Semi. And where Semi. did
3: they do the meeting? Where did they introduce it? Taiwan Semi? Now, remember, the current configuration in the data center is 5% CPU, and now you think about Intel. And uh, 95%, 95% is CPU, CPU. CPU. Yeah. 5% GPU, yeah. which Correct. is Jensen. The new ones are 95% GPU, Jensen, 5% CPU, because they work so much faster, burn so much less, and they Although look, the they speed, generate more heat, don't they? No, that's what's surprising. They use
0: they use much less heat than you think. Re- than you think, but is it more than your typical data He's center? Because I do wonder about that because some people have been talking to me He has is statistics to say it?
3: it's, that it's half of what you of what of what people realize. That they burn really light. Now, look, I mean they put the thing out there and by the way, it starts with Jensen saying I know it's too long and there's beautiful music, soaring music that's written by uh, Everything's written by the GPUs. Oh, the, the music is written yeah. by the But I think AI. you have to see, has this moment where he says, for 60 years, we've had flat. He uh, went to the 64 World Sphere,
0: which, by the way, was in Queens. Uh, it, was, it was in Queens, very near right. where I grew up. In fact, right. my, mom, my mom used
3: to roll me over there and my, uh, you know, was, yeah, yeah. in my, you know. That's sensational. Thank you. My stroller. <laughs> but that was a 2D cell phone. And that's because they did this. They compressed it and then brought it out. That is over that will no longer be the way that you get it. You will get it in 3D, and it will look just like you, and you can, it isn't you, it's, it looks like you. Right, okay,
0: But we're gonna live on, aren't we? No, By I the mean, way, we are all going to live on, even after we
3: no, that's, die. No, that's Ted Williams.
0: Gonna, <laughs> no, it's not Ted Williams, I'm gonna be in the cloud. I'm. Oh, my 3D representation, generative AI, will be able to basically mimic not just my voice, but. The way I think in some way, well, take all your, the, your think about all the words. Nobody said more words than you have on television oh, that have yeah. been recorded. The model you the, the hold, algo
2: has you figured I, out. You hold the record.
0: I had laryngitis problems last week. I spoke too much. You hold the record for words on TV. So, I mean, you'll live on forever. Well, you will anyway, probably. I think that's
3: but, an interesting prospect. It's not where I was going when I came to I know, to, but I can't help but think about those things. But I'm just saying, imagine if there's a trillion dollars worth that's been spent that he says is now worthless? And everybody has to go and do new things. And that's Oracle's taking them up. Alphabet's taking them up. These are by no means significant. And I keep coming back to Zuckerberg really spending a lot of money in this. So what is he going to do? That would be reels, but that might actually be his 3 to $4 billion on Metaverse that he's spending. But Jensen goes back and back to Meta as being a crucial player in this. Obviously, Microsoft is. But I find that Meta is not one that I would necessarily have thought would be, you know, I've said that they have a close relationship. Yeah. I, look, I, um, what can I say? Right, I'm trying no, listen, to justify a move of a lifetime. You're putting
0: it together for a lot of people in terms of what is one of the more important developments. There's no doubt. And well, thank you. And that's why we talk about it uh, every day. That was nice of you. You're welcome. Um, guys, uh, you know, AT&T, Verizon, uh, T-Mobile, barely up. Um, you would have thought, given the denials on Friday after the story, that the market might say, all right, we're going to buy a little T-Mobile. Uh, no. No. No, it's, it's in fact it's down three cents. So
3: it did have a um, twenty-five point move in the last, the last it, seven minutes it,
0: on Friday. Yes. Yeah, it, it did move higher. Uh, I mean, it ended lower, but not as low as it had been. You can see what it did there. That that gives you a sense. But still, nowhere near where it was before those stories. Even no. though again, Verizon says we're not talking to them. No, you Mobile right. says we're not talking to them. AT&T's not
3: talking to them. It doesn't leave a lot. Well. I've um, been- I, I don't yeah. know what to say. I mean it's I know that the Prime slow bargain. You know the, to set. did you see the Amazon how many deals, how many different things that Jassy's canceled? You know, like one twenty five projects that he's that were using money. They're For no those longer- of us who've been very critical of Jassy, uh, not personally, because he's really a great guy, but just saying when is he going to start making the cutbacks? Well how about cutting backs in in in, in projects that were yep. not making money.
0: I think it's significant. And the Bulls will tell you that they've been overlooked at Amazon in terms of what they've been able to do in AI as very well. True. And that there, there are a lot of different applications that they're going to be offering their cloud customers.
3: That's a very um, good for, analysis.
0: For AWS, so. Those are people who are positive. Guys, real quick on a, on the deal front. Not much this morning. Are you going to it, Surcor? No, I'm not. It's oh. no merger Monday. Surcor is a name. It's a $1.6 billion deal. Yeah, I mean, but it was up 55% so We got to go there. It shows you just how sad it really is for deal making so far. Private equity, that was KKR deal. There it is. Big premium. Sad. Um, $1.6 Okay. Uh, remember, they took Denver Gardner private, then they sold it to Ingersoll, didn't they? Uh, it's same thing, flow control, that kind of stuff. Um, I wanted to talk about this. Uh, Amid- Amid- um home care infusion, had a deal to be acquired by Option Care Health for 3.0213 shares of Option Care Health. That was announced back in early uh, May. Um, they had the right to go out and look at other potential bids, and they got one 100 bucks in cash from Optum. That's that is Health Very care. interesting. And so that. Stock option care, which was the buyer, is up. Why? Well, first of all, I'll tell you, I know a number of large shareholders there. They were going to have a very hard time getting the vote. Now they're probably happy that they don't even go have to go through with it, because frankly they weren't necessarily going to get the vote. But now it may be seen as a takeover candidate, uh, option care, and there you got uh, the actual acquired company that again is now in talks to be acquired by UNH Optum for a hundred bucks a share cash. By the way, the value of the original deal was like 90, 98, but then it had come down to 86 uh, because of the decline in option, uh, option care health stock What price. does that say about that uh, one so niche? So there's, there's the background to all this thing, right? So now they're engaging with Optum, hundred bucks a share. I know the home health care is important. There's a lot of old people, oh, they need home goodness. infusions. and. Um, it's a it's a growth business You know, it's in funny. I've been recommending
3: um, a company, Lindy. Some
0: concern about antitrust, but they're but, saying
3: it's too small for this. Yeah. They feed no concern on UNH buying but, this thing. We'll see. You know, Lindy's an oxygen player. It's a hydrogen player. It's, it, it is, this is a very sophisticated uh, combustion ga- industrial gas. It's been such a growth business for them. Lindy, in yeah, terms for of home health. Home health also. The right. oxygen. Yep. So I mean yep. I think it's any there's I've been waiting for consolidation in that group. David, we you know, we've barely talked about the consolidation that's been going on in the in the uh, the Walgreens CVS space. CVS just did a very big uh, bond deal last week, spoken by uh, Goldman. And CBS, a lot of, yep, did a big bond deal. They're yeah. really trying to diversify away from, I think, the brick and mortar. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, they are, right, and moving into other areas, right. including, obviously, a great deal of health care, not to mention, obviously, they own Aetna, one of the larger health insurers. I
3: thought that was a good move. That was uh, by Merlot, Larry Merlot. But I think that, again, when I read about what we started out with, the, the challenge brick and mortar, part of the challenge that no one wants to talk about still is the Strange. There's just so much stealing. And, you know, there's also, of course, the boycotts, which we haven't addressed. Which started against Target, then brought you know, then brought into Coles. Now the boycotts obviously very emotionally charged, but you you, you know, Carl, you, you see these things, you just say, "Well, Target has really gone down endlessly since what a lot of people thought was an okay quarter, not a bad quarter."
2: Yep, uh, actually, the underperformance uh, to the market began prior to prior sure to the the controversy about its Pride merchandise, but that's a historic, I mean, we had more than a dozen straight down days, haven't seen that in 20 plus
3: years. And, and, you know, sure they have maybe too much discretionary, but, you know, David, you can have a lot of discretionary and still have a very good food business like Target has, very good clothing business, but that number, that half a billion in addition of stealing, with obviously no real course of action, nothing. No. Yeah.
0: I mean, you do. Listen, overall, it just means that they're going to probably charge higher prices than they otherwise would.
3: Exactly.
0: Uh, So it's just a cost to everybody. Um, Guys, continue to uh, closely follow Microsoft's attempts to close its deal to acquire Activision, despite, of course, what is that big uh, big impediment being the, uh, the CMA, the mm. regulatory authority in the UK. I did want to note an FT story in which they interviewed Sony's chief executive. Remember, Sony has been such an important opponent of the deal itself. Uh, and yet in this interview, Sony's chief executive seems to downplay how quickly gaming will really move to the cloud. Uh, here's a quote. I think cloud itself is an amazing business model But when it comes to games, the technical difficulties are high, Uh, and that he cited latency, fast response times obviously are needed for gamers, uh, being a big issue. So there will be challenges to cloud gaming. He does say they want to take on those challenges, but it's being noticed today by many who are still very focused on whether or not Microsoft can get this thing to the finish line, uh, as the odds against it seem to still be fairly high, and they do note. Those are odd, strange words from Sony's chief executive, because they yeah. seem to be undermining the very case being made by the CMA, which is under appeal, not to mention our own FTC, which also has its issues. We'll see whether they even get to court on that or a magistrate, uh, as they plan to.
3: Uh, you know, I'm thinking right now, my brain. I just got a lot going on right now, particularly because of the terrible migraine I woke up. I'm oh, sorry to hear that. It's all right. took a neurotech. Hey, David, it, it, this is just, I know you're going to say overkill. But Jensen directly t- targets this and says that there's no more latency unders.
0: If there is no more latency, that would be an important yeah. move Done. in terms of letting no these things be on the whatsoever. cloud. We, you don't need the box right there, exactly right, because right. you've got the you got to talk to the network.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's get some PMIs with Rick Santelli. Hey, Rick. Yes, the first of a, a group of uh, PMIs that will be coming out. ISM coming out at top of the hour. These are S and Global and on the services side, Carl. Our uh, May preliminary read was 55.1. We take away a couple tens. The final read now becomes 54.9. But like its predecessor before the revision, this is also the best level since April of 22. Let's go to the composite, shall we? Our mid-month read, 54.5. Our final read, 54.3. And like services, that is still the best level going back to April of 22. We'll have factory orders, durable goods, and as I pointed out, ISM PMI's at top of the hour and Squawk on the Street will return after a very short break.
3: Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Now I know that we have this issue with the, uh, the giant headset, $3,000 headset. I think that most of the tenor of the research this morning looks more like Morgan Stanley. which Morgan Stanley's always had a very good beat on Apple, which is App Store growth accelerates for a third consecutive month. Now App... The, the App Store have been decelerating, and I think a lot of this is just a kind of recognition that it, it's gotten very broad. Like, I don't know how much people uh, check in and see the new things they're doing, but I think that the service is, has gotten very excited, And that's more than just what Eddie Q talked to us, and it was, an, you know, it was a, a private setting, but we did talk about uh, MLS. It's, it's an example of what's going on, which is that I think Apple's making a major move that it's going to make it so it's no longer up and down based on phones. Uh, And that is going to change things. So I I just think that it's, don't buy it off of this, uh, the product launch. Buy it because it's getting more consistent. People aren't going to think about it as each launch.
2: That's kind of what Evercore argues today. And that's what I have right in front of me,
3: which I think was really, really good. Uh, It's a great piece about mid-single-digit sales growth, double-digit earnings growth. I mean, well, that would be be one of the most sought-after stocks. So you're seeing that, not the headset. And so don't feel like, wow, the headset didn't work, I'm going to sell it. That's a mistake. Right? It's closing in on $3 trillion.
0: I mean, it's still a little bit away, but $2.87 trillion market value.
3: And very much on its own, not part of a universe, you know.
0: Well, the only universe it is part of is mega cap tech. I mean, right. Apple's up 40%, Meta's up 124%, Alphabet's up 42%, Amazon's up 48%, Microsoft's up 40%, and Nvidia's up 167%
3: oh, so the this bear, year. The bear market continues. Well, well
2: Costin with a great chart last night on the, the mutual funds and the hedge funds oh, are yes. way under
3: because well, they, they didn't follow that move. No, and now they're, they're stuck. They're watching, the, they're watching the conference today, the WFDC. They'll be watching what NVIDIA said. They're going to be talking about all the money that Amazon is putting into these things, taking out of, uh, you know, Amazon's making a very major move in brick and mortar again because the downfall, you know, we had a big move into brick and mortar after the pandemic. It's coming right back to Amazon. Oh, it's really rather amazing. Chart, Amazon's a very, hey, you know what's an inexpensive stock? Meta won 17 times next year's earnings. <laughs> David, do you know that? Yeah. Met 17 times. Do you think in the year of living efficiency? is, it, of course, year of living dangerously if you worked. I don't know, I don't know if he's gonna get yeah. a higher multiple, but it's working out. Well, it's not he, it's really a company now. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's much more of a company. <laughs>
2: Well, You're going to tackle that tonight? What do what, what you got? What's, what's you know, on
3: I, I have something that's very interesting, which is a company called Trade Desk, which is taking Alphabet, taking Google on. So important. And then, try, and maybe, well, wow. I mean, Elf Beauty's taking on everybody, but Jeff Green is a guy who says, listen, we offer advertisers. Everybody gets a better deal. And the whole Cantor antitrust suit is based on the fact that you don't get a good deal with Google. So... Jeff Green's got some very interesting things to say. David. Yeah, very interesting. Jim. Have a great show tonight, Jim. It'll be a
2: busy one, Jim. I'll do my best. Yep. Thank we'll you see you tonight. Mad Money. Got my voice back. I found it. it. You'll sound Didn't good. It was in Asbury Park the whole time. I found it. <laughs> Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, we'll watch Apple, obviously. Uh, all-time high this morning as we came within 10 points of S&P 4300. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street.
1: its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street Disclaimer. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration.